Consider your ways, oh yeah Go up to the mountain And bring the wood, build the house of God I will take pleasure I'll be glorified in Him This is my will, my will for you Oh, child, I will build my house upon this rock And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven What you bind on earth is bound in heaven Will you build my house? Will you build my church? You'll be like Nehemiah and build the house of God. I will build your house. I will build your church. I will be like Nehemiah and build the house of God. I will build your house. Oh, 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 oh. I will build your house. Oh, You're earning wages to put in a bag of holes Looking for much but getting so very little You have sown much but reaped so little Because of my house that lieth waste You dwell in your own house But my house is not built this is the time, the time to build my house Oh, child, I will build my house upon this rock And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, no I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven And what you bind on earth is bound in heaven so will you build my house? Will you build my church? Will you be like Nehemiah and build the house of God? Hey, I will build your house. I will build your church. I will be like Nehemiah and build the house of God. Yeah, I will build your house. Whoa. And the gates of hell 
against it, no I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven And what you bind on earth is bound in hell God is asking you, will you build my house? Will you build my church? Will you be like Nehemiah and build the house? Now you answer him, say, Lord, I will build your church. I will build your house. I will be like Nehemiah and build the house of God. Yeah, I will build your house. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I want you to look at your neighbor on your left side and ask your neighbor, are you ready for the word? Now turn to the right side and ask that neighbor, are you ready for the word? But before we go over to the word, please help me welcome to the platform, Sister Lolita. Please clap for her.
those are things God's done for me. Things so undeserved that He came to prove His love for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude, God. All that I am and ever hope to be, I owe it all, all to Thee. I'll say it again. How can I say thank You? For the things you've done for me Things so undeserved That you came to prove your love for me The voices of a million angels Could not express my gratitude, God, all that I am and ever hope to be, I owe it all, all to Thee, to God. part of the service where everything that you have will change. Amen. It's time for the Word. It's time to be washed with the Word. So with much excitement, please rise to your feet and help me welcome to the platform my father, your pastor, Pastor Chris. Keep on clapping BMI. Keep on clapping BMI.
to God Be the glory Lift your hands as you sing To God Be the glory Come Lord The wonderful things. Jesus saved me. It was His power. Hallelujah. That has raised me. To God, to God. Be all the glory for the things He has done. Let's sing it one more time. Mean it from your heart. Say to God. Father, we thank you for the awesome opportunity to gather as your church. Thank you for including us. Thank you for not excluding us, but for allowing us to come close. We thank you. We bless you. We now surrender the service to the Holy Spirit. Lead us into the truth, Lord. All truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Well, a very good morning to all of you. Are you happy to be here? <laughs> is it nice that our church has now changed the angle a little bit? 
will be changing angles all the time. Amen. God is good. We are continuing to build. So as we come, the Lord has been good every Sunday to give us some sunshine. Is it nice? And I see this morning, those who sit in the front, they get the sun. Isn't it good? You that come late, you get the shadow. Mm. But never be afraid because the, the psalmist said, if you walk through the valley of the shadows of death, you don't have to fear any evil. Amen. Look, winter is upon us, so I guess it's a very wise thing to dress warm. Okay? Don't look out by your window and see the sun, then you think you must dress in a modern dress because you're going to suffer here because the shadow is a bit cold. So bring warm clothes on a Sunday and as long as we can, we will gather here. But very soon, we trust God that we will close everything and then it will be nicer. Are you excited about it? When it's offering time, give of your offering so we can continue building. Amen. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord also for blessing us with a lot of materials that we don't have to pay for. The Lord is good and is worthy to be praised. Our church is um, all the time moving to new directions. So I want to encourage you all to be part of what's happening. If you are new here, uh, you can give your name to any of the pastors. We will have them identify themselves at the desk because we want to add your number to the church's WhatsApp group so that when we send information, then you can also get it. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you have a cell phone, you can give us your number. You will get information. On that group, you will not reply or say anything. It's just information. Are you with me? And especially now, we don't know how the weather is, so we need to tell you like, this Sunday we'll do this or this Sunday. So you need that group information. If you're not yet on that group, that, that young man there, you see, turn, turn, so they see that, come to this desk and they will take your number and they will add you to our WhatsApp group. Amen? If you don't have data, you won't receive it, but when you walk past a place with data, you'll hear beep, beep. It means the message has come through to you. Amen. You know what places to go to? They're by the school. They're by the school. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. That's the one thing. So you'll see the dancers and uh, the choir. I expected them this morning, but I'm sure next week they'll be here. We want you to be part and take part in the service. All of you. There's place for everyone. Very soon we will maybe take the kids into the tent so that uh, we also have a program for them 12 years and under. Is it good? Is coming, everything is coming soon to a church near you. Hallelujah! Today I want to close the month of May by speaking to you one more time on fruitfulness. Fruitfulness part four or part five, I don't know. Part three. Why you must be fruitful. May month is normally mother, what's it? Mother's Day, Mother's Month. And mothers, when you say, think of a mother, you think of what? 
fruitfulness. Somebody bringing forth. Amen. John chapter 15 verse 1. John chapter 15 verse 1. Tashley, what was it you wanted me to say again? What was that thing? Yeah. Yeah, there's another thing. Thank you. I just forgot before we preach. We realize that not all of you are on our chat groups and that's why you don't get the information. There'll be a BMI member. You can join. Even if you're not yet a member, but you can get the information. There's nothing bad going on in the group. It's just good information. Because every Sunday, Saturday or Friday, I ask for young men to come and assist with the building. And we're not, we're getting, we don't get many. So one of the things we want to make sure is that you are getting the information. Are you with me? Who must come and help? All those 13 years and up. Men, we need you here on a Saturday, every Saturday, 13 years and up. Do you understand? I'm saying that live now because I send it in the chat, but I don't see the response. So I thought maybe you people are not on the chat. Now you know. Is it good? You know now, right? You must come and help. Help what? To build, it, to build the house of God. Building, 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 building the house of God. Like Nehemiah, like Ezra, like Zerubbabel. We are building the house of the Lord. Amen. And from that, blessings start to flow to you. If you didn't know, God is alive and He's real. So if you, if you put your hand to His work, he will start to smile on you. And certain favors will come to you. Because God is like an old man used to say, Krasi, oni warini, di yaraslapi. I say, hulle praat slecht van my. Hulle beskinne my. I say, Krasi, oni warini. So I want to tell all of you, if you come to work here, God sees you. Tiara, Tiara, I slap you. Amen. And don't become jealous if you see the brother who helped you is now being prosperous. And then you jealous, you look at his shoes and you look at his clothes, you wonder, but what's happening? God has smiled on him. God's favor is on him. Because he has put his shoulder to help the house of God. Amen. And if you're a good mother, you will send your son to come and help. Are you with me? Wake him up. Say, come. Here's your lunchbox. Go help to build the church there with pastor. Hello? I'm talking to a generation that is new. Where children rule the homes. Amen? The best thing you can do for your child is send him here to the house of God. When I grew up, I only had one right in my house. That was the right to remain silent. 
My father said, why aren't you under this roof? You have one right. That's the rechum still to play. This lady, where stand, she sends her boy here every Saturday. I didn't see him yesterday, but he comes every Saturday. Yeah. And I can see the future of this young man. How he will turn into a great young man. Because his mother, he doesn't, there's no argument. You will go and help the house of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Bring up a child in the way he should go. Then when he is old, he will not depart from it. May the Lord bless you all as you help us to build the house of God. Amen. John chapter 15 verse 1. Glory to God. Did you like the dances today? How many of you would like to join the dances? Let me see. Put up your hand. Don't be shy. Nobody wants to join them. You're boring. I see Jackie, he has his hand up. Well, I told uh, Raimondo, at the end of the service, they must dance again as the service is busy closing. Then if you want to dance, you can also come to the carpet and then we see, you can just dance. You don't need to make the same moves, but something similar. Then you will give your name to him and then they practice on a Saturday at what time? Where's Ray? Somebody shout quickly. Shout quickly. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. They busy there in the tent and they practice all these wonderful moves. Amen. If you don't know why we dance, David danced before the Lord. Yes, he danced. David didn't dance like those people. David danced naked. But I said, look, we can't dance naked here because it will be a problem here. No, 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 no. <laughs> But David danced half naked, not really naked, half naked, and then his wife was embarrassed. If you're embarrassed for our dancing, you're like the wife of David. But the danger of the wife of David was, God grew angry with her because she asked questions about the dancing. And God closed her womb. Her name was Michal. She never bore children again. She was barren till the day she died. You see, when you start to become a problem for God's house, you must be very careful. Van If you don't understand Afrikaans, it means God is not asleep. Yes. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm excited about what God is doing here at BMI. Are you also excited? Praise the Lord. Now, in John 15 verse 1, we're ending the month of May on another fruit-bearing sermon. Let me say to all of you, if you're visiting here, our church has a lot of what we call emphasis. Every church has an emphasis. The Word of God is rich from Genesis to Revelation. However, different churches emphasize different things. Are you with me? They make it bigger. Emphasize is to make it bigger. We as BMI, we love to win souls for the Lord. We're not happy with a lot of people and now we settle. No, we like to go out and tell more people about Jesus Christ. So very soon you'll see that we'll meet on a Saturday.
put on t-shirts and walk in the streets and invite people. We are fruit-bearing church. That's what we call fruit fruitfulness. You see. So our emphasis will be on evangelism. That's fruit-bearing. Our emphasis will be on working for the Lord. That's why if you say, Pastor, but I've heard a similar sermon like this. It's, you're correct because it's our emphasis. It's our what? I like, I like your intelligence. Then we also teach on faithfulness. Oh, it's another emphasis. We believe that God is faithful and we must also be faithful. Just like any woman wants a man to stay faithful to her, we want you to stay faithful to God's house and to God himself. So that whole notion of coming to church once, skipping two, coming again once, skipping four, coming... No, 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 no. It's our emphasis, loyalty and faithfulness. And we like it. Hallelujah. Ask your wife if you don't understand. Ask your wife, would she like to share you with many other people? She said, no, 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 no. You must be faithful. And the church is the bride of Christ. So Christ expects faithfulness. Those are just some of our emphasis. Faithfulness. Then we teach honor, respect. Honor is a higher level of respect. I'm telling you, so if you're visiting, you know what you're going to hear here. We respect, parents should respect, children should respect their parents. It's a big emphasis. The Bible says in the last days, children will disrespect their parents. We are living in the last days. So it's a common thing that the enemy uh, conjures up, but we preach against it. And we say, no, you will respect your mother and your father. Not just your mother, like we have in this community where we live. The mother is king. No, the father also. Even if the father is a drunkard, you will respect your father. Even if your father left your mother, that's not your business. You will respect your father. Are you listening? Because there's a blessing attached to that. God has promised in His Word, you will live long and your days will be lengthened and it will go well with you. We teach it. And that's why also in our church, we don't allow disrespect, uh, factionalism, ganging up. No, 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 no. We don't like disorder. You must be in order. Because God is obsessed with order. Amen. Do you know when Jesus divided bread into 5,000 people? The first thing he said, let the people sit down and put them in groups of 50. Are you here? God cannot work in chaos. Let's first get some order. Sit down. Groups of 50. Are they never worried? They carry nuts for some brood. 
<laughs> Glory! God is a God of order. There must be order in your house. There must be order in the church. There must be order in society. Lawlessness is a sign of disorder. May you always love order and may you love God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, our Bible is in John 15. I read you this very powerful scripture. It says, John 15 verse 1, I am the true vine. This is Jesus speaking. He said, my father is the husbandman. In other words, the one who looks after the vine. Amen. Every branch in me that bears fruit, that bears not fruit, I'm sorry. Every branch that is connected to me but does not bear fruit, it taketh away. It taketh away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purge, purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. In other words, he prunes it, he cuts it so that it can bring forth much fruit. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Jesus is the vine and is saying that those who, is, those who are connected to him who bring forth fruit, you are purged even more. And if you are not bearing fruit, you will be cast away. Amen. Now Genesis 1 verse 28, another verse in the Bible. I'm sure you all have Bibles by now. After my continual request and instruction. Amen. I think we also gave free Bibles. Do we still have some more? Yes. Stand Lizzie, if you need a free Bible, the lady with the purple. Purple is the color of royalty. This is a very rich lady. You will come to her and she will give you a free Bible. Anybody with purple is very rich, royal people. Amen. The, the, the rich man was dressed in fine linen and purple. You may be seated. <laughs> oh yes, I forgot to tell you, you can also laugh in our church. I'm not sure where you come from because uh, you know you visit other churches, but here you can laugh, it's okay. Uh, the Lord said it's fine. I spoke to the Lord this morning and He said, tell them they can also laugh a little bit in the church. <laughs> we have securities at the door, don't worry. And the angels are all around us. Hallelujah. Listen. Genesis 1.28 The Lord blessed Adam and Eve. And God said unto them, Be fruitful. What did He say? Be? What did He say? Be? Another emphasis in our church is like, you must be humble like a child. In other words, if the pastor asks you to repeat something, only if you feel you are too big, you won't say after the pastor. But if you can humble yourself, it's like a little child. You say, whatever pastor say, I'll say. 
Amen. I know if you think it's strange, it's not a problem. The longer you are with us, we will stick you on. We will stick you on. We will turn to you and say, Brother, who can say that? As the pastor says, say it, say it, next. I say, No, man. No, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. We flow here. We flow. Amen. Because that's how you are taught. You know, you are blessed to have a pastor like me. Sorry to say that. I'm boasting in the Lord. I was a school teacher. A real school teacher with papers. I was a school principal. Yeah. <laughs> For one month. But I was a school principal. Because after that I left and I said no. How you must see this? How your eyes? I will hear it then. Amen. So I'm used to teaching children. And I can see those who receive me, they scored good marks. But those who never wanted to agree and play the fool, they didn't score good marks. Oh yeah, you also score good marks here. Yeah, if you receive me as a teacher. So sometimes when I say repeat after me, it's a didactic, hermeneutic principle. It is, it is helping you to remember the things I'm teaching. It's not that I want to make you a little boy or girl. But even if I do, then receive it. Jesus said, if you do not become like a little child, you cannot enter into the kingdom. Because in the kingdom, the doors are only half doors. You can only go in on your knees. Yeah. If you want to stand too tall, you can't enter. It's for children. The doors are for children. Are you listening to me? So don't think it's strange. We say, say this, stand, sit down. You say, oh pastor, we like it. We have become like little children. Then you can enter the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, here the Lord says to you, He said to Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. He's giving them the main instruction of what their destiny would be. Why did I make you? Why did I design you? God blessed them. Hallelujah. And said, now be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Glory to God. So being fruitful is part of your destiny. It's part of your what? Destiny is where I'm moving to. Amen. Where am I going to? What was I doing with my life? Be fruitful and multiply. Glory to God. Unfortunately now, the world is corrupt because of the enemy and because of sin. So many of us are not being fruitful and we're not multiplying. Amen.
But it is our God-ordained destiny to bring forth fruit. Now, if you don't understand what fruit means, it's a simple analogy of a tree that brings forth fruit. Or animals who bring forth after their kind or human beings who bring forth children. That's fruit. That's why we call the children the fruit of your womb. Are you with me? And if you can't bring forth fruit, we say you are barren. In the Bible, this thing is often mentioned that many of the women were barren in the Bible. If you really read your Bible well, you will know Abram's wife was barren until God opened her womb. Isaac, he married Rebekah. She was also barren. Say, wow. Yeah, you didn't know, but I'm telling you. Then Jacob, Isaac's son, married Rachel. I know my Bible because I read it. He didn't marry Red Riding Hood. He married Rachel. Say amen. But Rachel was also barren. Wow. Until God opened the womb. I see God is going to open your wombs spiritually and you will bring forth fruit. You can be here, you can say, Pastor, I've never brought forth people. I don't know how to speak to people, you see. But when God's hand comes upon you, your barrenness comes to an end. And suddenly you will become fruitful. As I stand before you today, I never thought I would stand and preach to people like this. I was barren at one stage, but the Lord touched me. I say, the Lord touched me. And He's going to touch you too. And you know when the Lord touches you, you turn into something you never thought possible. You know when the Lord called Jeremiah, He said to the Lord, Lord, I'm a, I'm a young man, I can't speak. And I stutter. <laughs> and the Lord said, no. I am calling you and I'm going to change you. Transform you into something different. So God can change you into a very powerful vessel that will bring forth much fruit. Are you listening? When he came to Gideon, Gideon was pressing wine in the wine press. If you read your Bible, it's in Judges. He was pressing wine. And the voice, the angel came to him and said, Gideon, you are a mighty man of valor. I say, you're an ick. I say, Pabruk, Lord. I say, Pabruk, I, I can't. My family is small and I come from a small family. I am not strong. God said, hey, that's how you see yourself. But the way I see you, you are a mighty man. A mighty man. Hallelujah. You see, lady, don't think that you can't speak, you can't do anything. This is the enemy that wants to make you shut up and not reach your destiny. But God has put in you something beautiful. He's putting His Holy Spirit into you. And the Holy Spirit will make you fruitful. You can be like an Esther. Yes, that will be strategically placed in the kingdom. You can be like Abigail, who became the first lady. Ah! You know when you marry a pastor, you become a first lady. Ladies, are you listening? Now in our church, we have many pastors. We ordain many pastors. Why do we do that? Because Jesus said, the harvest is plentiful, 
but the laborers of few. Diaf has 300,000 people. That's what I heard. Unofficially. Officially, it's supposed to have 100,000. You can ask Jackie. But unofficially, the backyard dwellers included. And those who live with the backyard dwellers. You now get backyard dwellers and the backyard dwellers also have a smaller Wendy next to it. So it's the backyard, backyard dwellers. We all together, we are 300,000. So will one pastor be able to reach 300,000? No. We need many pastors. We need many fruit bearers. And the ladies who will marry my pastors, they will become first ladies. <laughs> Woo! So you must start looking for hats at Edgar's. So that when you come down the aisle, wherever your church is going to be, you look the part. Go buy nice bags at the Chinese shop here by ShopRite. The bags are very nice. You can't carry a bag like this. A first lady carries a bag like this. Aye! Get ready! I'm saying that suddenly God can transform you from being the small, timid young girl into a mighty weapon of the law. You must believe it. Amen? And you'll know the ladies who really do well as first ladies or those who didn't want to be first ladies. So if you're saying now, I don't want to be that, you are the right one for that job. Amen? Amen? Because the Bible says if you want to lift yourself, God will bring you down. But if you humble yourself, God will lift you up. Amen. A rechte first lady had always slippers in her back. As they klaag loopt, had her slippers on. As they were weird of iemand a rechte first, kijk net in die sak of haar slippers is. Wacht, 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 laat ik preek, jullie plaamen. Number one, los, uh, three points and I close. A good preacher always brings three points. Number one, to bear fruit is your destiny. Now let me explain to you what fruit bearing is. Alright? Because I said fruit on a tree, but what does it mean for us? Pastor, I can see you a moon fruit bringing. I'm going to explain to you. Yeah. To be fruitful in Christ is to multiply yourself in Christ. Are you with me? To be biologically fruitful, you, you have a child or a daughter, that's you, you have multiplied yourself. They say, okay, can like this. I like can But you are excited because you have multiplied yourself. Isn't it true? Now, to be fruitful in the Lord is also to multiply yourself. How? By bringing somebody who is just like you also to the Lord. Amen? And this is the emphasis of our church. So we will tell you this all the time. We won't settle that, Pastor, I was once a drunkard. Pastor, I was once a drug addict. Pastor, I was once lost. Now I'm here at BMI. 
and I come every Sunday. That's good and it's important, but there's more to it than that. You have a destiny. You will affect others also and that will be the sign of your fruit. Others like yourself. Glory to God. You will lead others to Jesus. You will bring people to church. I'm explaining what fruit bearing means. We have a large emphasis. We have a youth of about 100 kids here on a Friday night. Now they've been divided into smaller groups. You see? 10 groups. Because leading large groups is not easy. But if you divide them like Jesus did with the bread, you divide them into groups to create order. Then you put one leader over the 10 and that leader will know the names of them all. That leader will also go and make sure that they attend church on a Sunday morning. Wow. That leader becomes a little shepherd, a little pasturki, a little pastor that has his ten sheep that he must care for. Beautiful, isn't it? And that is the fruit of his labor. He will make sure that they are brought to the house of God. Some of you are already bearing fruit. I saw some people, they don't come to church alone. They bring people with them in their cars. That's fruit. People that look like you. That walk on two legs. Do you see? That have eyes and ears and, and, and a mind. It's like you. It's a human being. By bringing that person here, it's part of your fruit. Because you don't want to share the joy alone. You want others also to, to know the Jesus that you have met. Hallelujah. That's fruit. That's what God requires of us. You will produce after your kind. Are you listening? Fruit bearing means also to visit somebody at home. Wow. You see, fruit bearing will kill the selfishness in you. If all you do is just come here, receive good teaching from a very good pastor, you go home, you are, you are what is the English word? You, you, you are not concerned about others. Do you see? And you come here again next Sunday. No. It, that is not what it means to bear fruit. Fruit bearing also doesn't mean that you are at a good church, but you're not connected to anyone here. No. Your, your connections will now start to, to stem from you and you will know people in the church. You'll get a phone call from somebody and say, I missed you on Sunday. Don't feel offended if we phone you. We do that. We like phoning. Because it's free. We have free. Free, free airtime here. We'll phone you. Are you with me? Because it's not good that you must be alone. You must be connected. And the person who makes the effort to visit you, that's a fruit-bearing Christian. Hallelujah. When last did you visit somebody to encourage them to come with you to the house of the Lord? This is what I am saying and preaching to you today. What does it mean? It's to follow up a backslider. Do you know what's a backslider? Somebody who once knew God but is not coming to church anymore. If you go to that person and say, why are you not coming? Come, I'm fetching you tomorrow. This is what our church will do. This is what you will do if you're part of us. Amen? Then it also means call those who have stopped coming to church. 
or my people listening and my leaders is to help someone be established in a church. And that is what it means to be fruitful. Let me say something to you. Sometimes you bring people to the house of God and that people will even grow to be more influential for God than you. Are you listening to me? Like Virgil, Stan for example, Virgil is, is now there. He is now our director of music and worship and praise. But a young girl brought him here. She's not here anymore. But he's now the fruit of her labor. Amen. So you never know who you're bringing here. You never know who you're inviting. You never know whose life you can change. Hallelujah. But God will be very happy with you. Because you are walking in your destiny. You're not wasting God's energy. You're not wasting the fresh air. You may be seated. You're not wasting. You are not being used powerfully to transform the life of a person. Who knows if that person was going to commit suicide in a few weeks time. Who knows if that person was going to give up on life. But you, just by being useful for God, you have changed the life of a human being. Glory to God. And God is going to use you to fulfill your destiny. Amen. As I'm preaching, I'm walking in my destiny right here. I wouldn't change this for anything in the world. Hallelujah. So I'm helping you to understand what it means to be fruitful. To help someone to become established in the Lord and in the church. That is what it means to be fruitful. May you press on into fruitfulness because it is your destiny. It's why God made you. Be fruitful. Now, praten sy net van die man wat klom kinders oorhal in die rond te maak. That's biological fruit. We're talking about spiritual fruit. Hallelujah. Because you see, one day you must stand before God. And this will be the question. It's the question about your fruitfulness. Do you think God is going to ask you about your car? How many of you thought God is going to ask you about your uh, polo vivo? When you, when you appear before the judgment seat. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. Thereafter, judgment. Hey! You think God's going to say, why did you buy a white polo? I wanted you to buy a red polo. Huh? Why did you buy a 6 by 9 Wendy? I wanted you to have a 12 by 9 Wendy. Do you think God is going to ask you those things? It's, did you fulfill your destiny? What was my destiny, Lord? Be fruitful and multiply. That's why I didn't build a small church. Because then my fruit would be limited. I built a big church for multiple services. And the Lord might even instruct us to be bigger than what we are. Because we will bring forth fruit. Are you excited about it? And you are going to be part of something big. Amen. Big things are coming and you are some part of something big. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Number two, 
Number two. Do you know when you become fruitful, I'm going to give you a great secret. Suddenly, God decides to make sure that you are protected because you are useful for Him. Let me read you this little scripture and you will understand that it's true what I'm saying. You will find it in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 1. It says, I will sing to my beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. He says, my beloved had the vineyard in a fruitful hill and he fenced it, gathered out the stones and planted it with choice wine. He built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes. But it brought forth wild grapes. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem, I'm reading Isaiah chapter 5. Men of Judah, judge, I pray you, betwixt me and my vineyard. What could have been done more to this vineyard that I have not done to it? I looked that it should bring forth fruit, but it brought forth wild grapes. And now I will tell you, says the Lord, what I will do to this vineyard. I will take away the protection thereof because it did not produce the fruit. And it shall be eaten up and break down the wall thereof and it shall be trodden down. And I will lay it waste and it shall not be pruned, nor dig, but there shall come up thorns and briars. Yes. Jesus, I will command the clouds that they do not rain upon it. That is the reading of the word of the Lord. If you don't walk in your destiny, the protection of God is withdrawn from you. Amen. Are you hearing me? Why do farmers protect their fruit trees? Because they don't want the animals to come and destroy it. So they put a head around it. Are you listening? And you are the vineyard of God. And God has protected you to bring forth much fruit. When you go to church, you are being watered and you are being nurtured as the pastor preaches to you. Why is that? Why, what does God want from you? Does God want your money? No. Does He want your house? Does he want your car? No. All the silver and the gold in the world belongs to God already. But God wants your fruit. God wants your gratefulness. He wants your love. Hallelujah. He wants souls. So once again, fruitfulness is whatever you will do that will bring more souls to the Lord. God wants fruit from you. If you want to be protected, do this thing, bear fruit. Do you want God to keep loving you? I believe you do. Then you must rise up and become fruitful in the Lord. He will send angels to keep you in your ways so that you bear fruit into eternity. 
you will get what we call divine protection. Glory be to God. Many, many, many years ago, I don't tell you how many years, otherwise you're going to know how old I am. I was a baby of about two months. My mother told me the story. And uh, my mother was at, put me down to sleep and she went outside to do washing in Elsie's River. That's where I grew up, near the, the, near the banks of the Elsie's River. <laughs> Glory. And she said while she was hanging this washing, something told her. My mother was a Roman Catholic, so she didn't quite understand about the Holy Spirit. Today we know it must have been the Spirit. It must have been the Spirit. Something prompted her and say, go inside. Something is wrong with the child. And she said when she came in, she had found that I had turned my whole body with my face down into the pillows. And I could not breathe because I was suffocating from a lack of oxygen. And she says, when she flipped me the other side round, I was blue from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Blue. You know blue? You're losing oxygen. You are busy dying. Hey. And she, fortunately, with, with a turn, it was enough time for me to regain oxygen again. You see, the enemy had already known that time that one day I'll stand before all of you today and talk about Jesus to you. So we tried to take my life from a young age. But the protection of the Lord because of a fruit bearer, a fruit bearer, is coming special protection special angels will be assigned let me take you a little forward and then I'm going to take you back when I was attending school primary school we used to walk from school home and we had to cross a big bridge where there were many cars going up and down and one day we were laughing and playing and I had my suitcase in my hand now today the children wear this backpacks but we had cardboard suitcases you click it open on the sides click click then it spring up like that and you flip it open there's your books and there's your lunch box hey. Tupperware and I was walking home with the suitcase we all had suitcases and somehow, as we children are, we started playing and they were chasing us. And I don't know how it happened that I ran into the road. And a car came. And the car missed me by inches and it knocked my suitcase. This expensive cardboard case. As I stood, I saw my case do a few triple, fopple, fopple, somersaults. To the sky. I was so surprised, and I, it took me a while to walk to find 
my suitcase. But that time people were not stealing like they do in the after day. So nobody took my suitcase. They were all surprised that they thought it had fall from the sky. Say, what But it was the car that had knocked my suitcase. And the man that had knocked me, he was in a shock because he thought that I had killed me. But he missed me by an inch. Yeah. Then when he, we got out, he came, it was a white man, I'll never forget. Because white people have money. So he put his, 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 his hand in his pocket and he took money out because he was so happy that he had not killed me. He did not know that an angel was with me all the time because of the fruit-bearing abilities that God saw in my destiny, in my destiny. I remember him giving me the money. And I went home and told my mother, Mother, this great thing happened. This dangerous thing happened. And the Lord protected me and the man gave me money. She said, give that money here. The Lord has provided for us. Go buy a bread so that we can all eat together. Yeah. You know, when, you, when, when things happen, you don't think that it's God working. But when you have to think back, you see, oh, the devil might want to, have to take my life when I was a boy. Because he knew one day I'd stand before you. I stand on the shores of many countries like I do. And I preach to people that Jesus Christ is your Savior. And he will deliver you from your sins and your snares. He will take you out of anything that binds you and set you free. He will turn your sadness into joy. Hallelujah. He will turn your sorrow into beauty. Your ashes he will change for precious stones. Now I reverse back and I show you another protection of the Lord. And this is the biggest of them all. I was in my mother's womb. And I was the, I'm the third child of my mother. She, has, she had seven children. I'm the third. And I told you my mother was Roman Catholic. Did I tell you? Now the Catholics that time, they didn't believe in birth control. You can't have birth control. And there was no TVs then. So my father, he was cold at night. So every night, he was just busy baking babies. Bless his soul. But he was married, so he was legal. So when my mother fell pregnant with me, my brother ahead of me was only one year. He was not even, I think, yeah, he was just one year old. And the brother in front of him was just one year older than him. Do you understand? So when she went to the doctor, she told the doctor, I'm pregnant again. Say again. I know there's a few mommies here that have more than three or four children. So when you go, you must say, doctor, I'm pregnant again. You know what the doctor told her? He said, mama, you had just born a child less than nine months. And the one in front of him is also just, your womb will not be able to handle the babies like this. You need time to heal a little. I think the doctor was one of the agents of Satan. He said, abort this baby and give your womb some time to rest. But because he was a Catholic, she didn't believe in abortion. 
She didn't believe in birth control and neither abortion. And she said, Doctor, I can't. She told me the story. I mean, I was in the womb, so I could not ever remember that. She told me years later, when I was grown already. She said, you were not supposed to be here. Because under medical instructions, you had to be aborted. But if I read my Bible, then I see there's a wine press and there's a vine inside. If it bears forth fruit, it will be protected. But if it bears forth sour grapes and wild grapes, I will remove my heads from it and it shall be destroyed. One of the main reasons why you must be a fruit-bearing tree is God's protection will cover you where you go. Things may fall around you, but God will keep you. And I know there's some unexplainable things. I'm not blind to that and I'm not ignorant to that. But generally, God protects His servants. Hallelujah. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night, because the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. Hallelujah. But you must be useful for God. You must be used by God. And then special protection will be afforded you. Not IDT, Bombay Securities. Not BMI Security. God forbid. Angel Police. Angel Police. Angel Police. I see God keeping you from danger and harm. You see, Jesus said, He said, when you pray, then you must say, deliver us from evil. This world is full of evil, snares, wickedness, but God will protect you. His hand will be upon you. Not just you, your children and your children's children. If you are a fruit-bearing person. Are you hearing me? May you, may you start to bear fruit. You'll see that the scholars will try to rob you, but they won't harm you. Because they can't see it, but there's an angel walking with you. They'll just take your cell phone, but that's fine. Give it to them. Just ask them for the SIM card back. <laughs> Forgive. But they won't harm you. Knives and guns won't harm you. They'll shoot you, but they'll miss you. They'll come close to you and their guns will jam. Because God said, oh, you can't take this one now. This one is taking people to church. I need this one. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. I can't even know duty. I can't even know duty. Hallelujah. God is going to protect you. Start to bear fruit. Start to become useful to the Lord. My last point. I close, I close, I close, I close, I close. Ah, I know you love preaching. I know you love it. Pastor, why do you say we must bear fruit? Because it's your destiny. Because God will protect you. There will be special protection around you. And number three, to prevent you from being taken away. The Bible says, in the last days, there'll be a great falling away. 
Peter writes about the end times and he says there's going to be a falling away at the end. You'll be taken away from Christ. Are you here? So that's scripture I started to read in the beginning. He said, if you bear fruit, you will be pruned. If you bear not fruit, you will be taken away. I know you don't want to be taken away. So you need to bear fruit. Amen. Do you want to be like Judas who at one point knew the Lord but then he fell away? Judas fell away from fruit-bearing activities and he began to look for money. <laughs> there are many modern Judases in the church today. They come to the Lord, they've got nothing and then the Lord starts to bless them because the Lord is a blesser. And you get a little job and you become Judas Iscariot. You like the money more than the church. You are starting to fall away. When people fall away in our charismatic Pentecostal churches, we call it backsliding. Backsliding is a common phenomenon because people run after the cares of this world. Are you here? If you seek only after money, you don't care to bring forth fruit. Because you say, Pastor, I'm working on a sun. Pastor, I'm always busy. Pastor, I'm, you, you do everything for your secular boss, but for God, you don't do much. It's not the same just to become rich. It's different from bearing fruit in Christ. Amen. Bearing fruit speaks of winning people to Jesus. Winning souls, bearing fruit speaks of church planting, church building, coming to help with the building. Hallelujah. It is time for you to help the church to grow. It's our emphasis here. It is time for you to do something to show God that you are grateful. If you do not get into fruit bearing, you will fall away from Christ. Because you are either moving forward into fruit bearing or you fall away like Judas. You will fall away like Judas. Can I close by saying this very important thing to you? A good shepherd is concerned for the sheep. And experience has showed me how people that were once close to the Lord, they fall away. What can help you to prevent this falling away. Get involved in Christian activities. You see, when I say about dance and I call you, you think sometimes, okay, I'm joking. I want you to be busy for God. I want you to start bearing fruit for God. I want you to get active in things. So we have choirs, dances, everything, everything. If you are just going to come, you see, that's the first phase of born again. But after born again, fruit, you must be active. Hallelujah. Otherwise, believe me, I've been pastoring this church for almost 20 years. My experience is the people who don't do anything in the church. They are the ones who finally, eventually, ultimately fall away. Jesus said, if you don't bear fruit, you're going to be cut off. 
and you will be cast away. Your branch is good for nothing but for fire. But when you start to work for the Lord, hallelujah, when you start doing something for God, when you're inviting people to the house, you, you, you're phoning those you didn't see, yeah, you're helping wherever you can help, you're winning souls, you're concerned about eternity. That is fruit bearing. And that is the thing that will prevent you from falling away. From falling, from backsliding. In the, in the, in the Afrikaans chorus, we have a chorus that says, How fast on Jesus. Have you heard that one? How fast on Jesus. How fast on Jesus. Now, Pastor, how can I hold fast? You can hold fast by getting active in the work of God. Do you get the message clear? It's the last Sunday I'm preaching on fruitfulness because it's the month of May. You must become a fruit bearer. You might even think, I won't, I won't fall away like Judas. I'm warning you, if you don't get busy, then that falling away is coming to you. Do you get my warning? Now I've warned many people and they didn't listen. Because I don't know if I must speak in a serious voice when I warn you. You know? Like some brothers with a beard. I don't have a beard, unfortunately. And I don't have a fat stomach. I have a stomach but not a fat stomach. So sometimes, sometimes a pastor with a fat stomach and a beard, you rather listen to him. Because as he speaks, the spit sits on the beard. So said Yara. Young man says, Yara. Jai man lost Yara. Do you understand, Afrikaans? says, Man, uh, I don't know the English, the African. Knech van die Yara. Die Yara's hair. Ze moet ontslaan raak van hier die motor. Die motor gaat veel net in die schuld bring. Sê die Yara's Jelle baat is vol in die mag. Die taai is geklop soos a bub hier so. Hy kom net so. As hy opmaak, hy sê lang soos die taai in die sien. Hij is net hier. But I say to you casually, I say to you casually, don't do that. Do this, don't do that. You see, you didn't think my words have meaning. If you really want to show you love God, do you know how you love God? I'm, I'm really cl I'm closing. He's playing something nice for my closing. Can you buy God a chocolate? Can you give God a kiss on the cheek? You can't. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. You will obey my commandments. You will obey my commandments. There's many people here who claim to love Pastor Chris. I mean, everybody loves Chris. So you'll say, oh, pastor, we love you. We love you. Really? Really? 
Do you know how you can love me? Obey the commandments. Obey the commandments. I've been teaching you about bearing fruit. From today you will start to be a fruit bearer. From today you will start to become active because there's a falling away waiting for you. And I, I can't stop it because the enemy is very powerful. What will help you from this falling away? Your busyness in the house of God. I give you a secret. I'm not saying it over my beard. I'm not spitting. My stomach is not protruding. I'm saying that casually. Get busy in God's house with God's work. Even if you're just bringing somebody on a Sunday here, making sure that two, three people have come, you have started to bear fruit and the Lord will bless you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yes. Now you say, Then your children will say, Mommy, we sing in the choir, we must go. You see now, what kept them here is the busyness of activity. Mommy, we dance, we must go. All right, man, let us go. We are not going to go to my school to sit down. It's very sad how people fall away. It's very sad. My heart always breaks. I don't want you to fall in love with me. You must fall in love with Jesus. You see? Fall in love with Him. But Jesus has order. So He creates a church where you can become part and we can look after you and we can follow you up. But start to say, Lord, here am I. Use me. Use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Stand to your feet and sing with me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use The words are easy. It says, touch my hands, Lord, touch my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, you can use me. If you find yourself idle, you're in a dangerous position. You need to come and say, Pastor, please, I'll be taken away like Judas. I'm getting involved with the wrong things. Judas is scared when to hang himself on a tree because he got involved in the wrong things and he was cast away. Many of my young people, they're not involved in the house of God. Then after a few weeks, I hear them walking with the wrong crowd, doing the wrong things. You know what? What caused it? Their lack of busyness and activity in the house of God. 
Bow your heads and close your eyes. If you have somebody here today, you came to visit maybe, or somebody brought you along. You say, Pastor, my life is not right with God. Can you pray for me? I want to start serving God. Please, Pastor, put up your right hand. I want to pray for you. If you are a lady or a man, you can ask, Pastor, I want to start serving God. I came to your church today, but I want to really serve God with all my heart. I want to follow Jesus. If there's somebody like that, put up your hand. And I don't want you to be ashamed. I want to ask you one more thing. I, do, I had to do this many years ago. I had to also come for prayer. I want you to come out of your seat and come stand here on the blue carpet. And then I will pray with you. You need the Lord Jesus. Come out of your seat and come here. Clap for the people as they come. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Come forward. Come, come, come. I'll pray for you here. Come. And you can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Yes. Touch my life, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak to me. If you can use anything. Now, whilst they're coming, I also, look, listen quickly, softly, Cyril. I want to ask you, I'm preaching to you about fruitfulness. And I know the Lord is talking to you. There's some of you that you're not yet busy, but you want to say, Pastor, pray for me that the Lord gives me direction how I can be useful for Him in this church. Because it will always be in a place. It will be in this church. If that is you, come stand here. You, you, you stand on that side. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want God to use me. I want to be a fruitful tree for the Lord. Come forward. You can use anything, anything, Lord. You can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Yes. Touch my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart and speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Sing it. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use I want me. to say, as I, before I pray, you know, sometimes when we come to Christ in the beginning, in the beginning, there's an, we are very active in bringing people to the Lord. But the enemy can easily let that thing die in you. There's many of my young people that was very active in winning souls and bringing them to church. But after you become sophisticated and you have a tie and a jacket and you think you can't work for God anymore. I'm also talking to you. The Lord, you must pray that that thing doesn't die in you. Your fruitfulness. Speaking to others, bringing them, bringing them, bringing them. I want to first pray for these people. Pray after me. Say, Dear Jesus,
Dear Jesus, all of you say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. I am sorry for my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Give me a new heart. Give me a new heart. Write my name in the book of life. Write my name in the book of life. Become my Lord and my Savior. Become my Lord and my Savior. I will become your child from this day forward. I will become your child from this day. And I will follow only you. And I will follow only you. I will no longer follow the devil. I will no longer follow the devil. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.